everyone, welcome back to Always Open. It's our season premiere. We've missed you guys. It's been so long since we've been here, and I'm so happy to be back doing the show. And today on our premiere, we have a group of incredible guests, starting with... Hello, I'm Griff. Yo! Hell yeah! Hi, it's me, Jessica. Yes, Jessica! And very special guest... Troy Baker. Troy Baker! One of our favorite guests of all time for the show, and you're here for the premiere. <laughs> oh, sorry. Oh, I mean all of you, all of you guys. I don't ever want to assume I've that never it's get me. It. I hope that it's me secretly inside. Like I would have died a little bit inside. She's yeah. like, yeah, Jeff, we're not talking about you, Troy. Mm -hmm. But like, yeah, no, I, yeah, I've never been on. So it's true. Yeah, it we ended. we finished Always Open, or we ended the first kind of run of the show during the pandemic. Yeah. And that was when Griff was still in sales. I was in sales. Wasn't doing oh a, a lot of camera stuff. This is my bit, was being in sales. It was oh, just nice. a bit, is that I a feel city? super honored then. Yeah. I live in sales. Yeah. <laughs> it's a small province yeah, outside yeah. of Edmonton. It's more of a municipality, but. <laughs> <laughs> I went to take a drink it's, at the awful moment. It's unincorporated. I, I have to pay taxes twice. It kind I of didn't sucks. even work. I choked on my own spit. <laughs> Ah, coming out of the gate well, strong. All right. Well, I'm so glad you guys are here for the premiere. I am too. Yeah. I am too. New show, new channel. We're new on the All Good set. No Worries channel. New set. We're living the dream. I'm new excited. chairs. Well, new, new, chairs. Chair, new chair covers. It's true. These are old chairs that we had in the studio that we made nicer for the set. It's yeah. like a wedding, right? A little something yeah. old, something new, something orange, something stolen from. These are blue. Uh, friend. Those are blue. Yeah. Pillows are blue. Pillows are My blue. favorite thing about the set, though, I love these neon flowers. Yeah. I love them. They're very cute. They are. They match your little guy. Yeah. Match your shirt. Yeah. And if you are listening to this on audio platforms, you could see the visual for it on youtube.com slash at all good, no worries. It's a new channel, uh, fem run channel with fem run content, all types of fun stuff. Always open every single week. So come subscribe. Hell yeah. Yeah. You can see what else is there. There's other stuff probably at this point, but no, this is the premiere. This is the first next thing. Week, hey, next week there will be more stuff. Yeah. <laughs> On Thursday, I believe there will yeah. be the next thing. Time is a construct, man. Yeah. I don't really believe. Just period. Just yeah, don't believe. It. No, I hard yeah. agree. I think all time happens at once. Oh, what do you mean by that? I think that all time is happening and not happening at once. So like your past is happening right now yeah. too? And your future? Yeah, like we're here right now doing a podcast, but also there's like some peasant mucking out a barn somewhere like right where we're sitting. So how would you describe <laughs> the theory of relativity then? I don't know, but I think that's what people think they see when they see ghosts. Oh, You're like, not okay. wrong. I s uh-huh. Um, interesting. Yeah, okay. I also think everyone is everyone. Does that make sense? No. I think that when people say interesting, <laughs> that's a very kind way of going, I disagree with you. Um, it's more that I was I... like, because my thoughts on ghosts are probably different than yours. Oh, yeah, you oh. have the ghost yeah. podcast. I'm going to back out. Yeah. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take over this train real fast. I'm not talking about anything yeah. spiritual. If I'm you, like, <laughs> If it makes yeah. you feel better, I, I don't have very strong opinions on ghosts. I don't really I'm either as I swayed. get older. I only have strong opinions on one ghost, and Which his one? name is Gary. <laughs> Who's Gary? Who's Fucking Gary. Gary. Who's Gary? Tell us. He's Troy's personal ghost. What? Right. Go on. How lucky of you. Gary knows. Oh, so, yeah. How lucky I am. Wait, was Gary the one messing with the mic? Yes. I think so. <laughs> Gary is the one messing with mics. He just no, helped. sorry. G Gary is the one messing with Mike, who is your ghost. Mm. <laughs> they go way back. They go way well, back. That's what the Ouija board told me back when I was yeah. in high school. Are you I had a ghost regretting Mike. starting this podcast? <laughs> Not at all. No, this is exactly what I wanted. I love it. No, it's great to be back. Um, 
you know, it's been a while since we've done this show. Mm -hmm. Jessica, tons of history doing Always Open. I love it. It's my favorite. Troy, you've, I think, done it like three three episodes? Three four times. Episodes? I yeah. know that there's a meme of me on this, which is <laughs> yeah. fun. And it's Thursday. Yep. All I know is like whenever I type in Thursday, the meme goes, <laughs> it's Thursday or whatever it is. And I'm, I was like, what did I say? It me. Yeah. <laughs> it me. And then you look at that once a day, right? Yeah. I once a week I will just Thursday. constantly my 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 entire like photo album on my phone is nothing but memes of me. <laughs> that makes sense. And Gary. Okay. And Gary. But you can't see Gary because <laughs> you get photographed, so it's just a blank screen. People are like, what is that? It's like it's, it's a Gary. ghost. Oh, you get it. It's ghost stuff. I right. want to hear about Gary. We we can offline about it. I just want to okay. know about him a yeah. little bit more. Yeah, is he we... single? I can give you his number. Cool. <laughs> What's his deck? number? Zero zero zero. His, his, ghost, his number is dead. Or six six six. It's uh, it's six 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 is better. It's eight followed by several zeros because it goes. Ooh. Oh, I thought you were gonna say boob. Nah, like eight boobs. zero zero eight. Uh, I spelled yeah. boobs. <laughs> my phone and analog. Gary's also sixteen. Yeah. <laughs> oh damn. He died tragically. <laughs> uh, so we have a ton to get into on today's episode. Uh, I kind of wanted to theme it around new beginnings, but new beginnings with things that are somewhat familiar to you. Mm. So mm. something that sparked this, Troy. Yes. The Last of Us. How oh. crazy is it, right? So you voiced Joel mm -hmm. in The Last of Us video game. Mm -hmm. For those of you who don't know, mm -hmm. I don't know who There's doesn't three know people. That. There's yeah. three people. There's three. Now they know. And that was <laughs> gamers. roughly 10 years ago. We started, like, if I remember correctly, we started in November of 2009 is when I walked in for the audition, maybe 2008. Um, I may be a year off. And then we proceeded to shoot that game um, just kind of like the Avatar style, wearing the weird suits <laughs> on the soundstage for two and a half years. Oh. Um, and then oh they God. still had to finish the game after that. So it's kind of done like in these little train cars to where we were like, here we're focusing on Boston. Uh, here we're focusing on the outskirts. Here we're focusing on... And for the most part, we got to shoot somewhat linearly, but then we would have to go back and pick stuff up, like the what's called the truck ambush scene, which was um, in episode four. Mm -hmm. um, we shot that scene like I think four times, five times, because we we're just constantly iterating on it and trying to get it right. Wow. But so yeah, I've I've been a part of this franchise for over twelve years now. Oh and God. I watched it go from a long shot from from Naughty Dog to being literally the number one show yes. on television that's just become a cultural phenomenon. Yes. Oh, That's I the perfect it. way to describe yeah. it. It's the conversation. It is the conversation. Give me chills. Yeah. I don't know a single person not watching and obsessing over it. I like, mean, even just, like, if you're not a gamer, game. it's Absolutely. just a good show. And then, then you're like, oh, now I'm gonna go look at the game. Yeah. And then it's back and forth. Neil Druckmann put it best. He was at a wedding, and he said, you know, at, at a Jewish wedding, there's a wide swath of demographic there. And he goes, everyone from nine to ninety knew what The Last of Us wow. was. So I was like, that is a true Crazy. litmus test. You've but done one something. person right in the middle at fifty, like was like, mm, I, don't I don't have a, I don't have a television. Yeah. I don't watch the show. I read the paper. I read the what paper. Do you want? Like, a, like an adult. Is that my uncle? No. It was like a <laughs> Mankiewicz. For no reason. Yeah. <laughs> um, but something very cool just happened. When this episode is coming out, it's going to be uh, early March, yeah. right after a very special episode just premiered. On a very special episode of The Last of, of, the last of Us. You Previously. know, I learned something today. Um, Troy goes down to the basement of a bike shop. It's not good. Um, so at the time of recording this, none of us has, have seen this yet. Yeah. No. Um, so we're gonna get a little spoiled, okay. which I think is totally fine. It's you totally played worth the game. It. Yeah, 
I'm ready for it. All right. Well, here's, but here's what's funny is just because, and this is the great opportunity that we have with the show is there's so much stuff that we got to explore that you just can't do in a game. Absolutely. Um, Number one, you're playing as this character. So you need to kind of see the world through their eyes. And then we did something that was really, you know, novel in some ways. And we flipped that character twice. So you start off in the game playing as Joel's daughter, Sarah. She meets an untimely end. And then Joel is who you're mainly playing in up to the certain point where now you're playing as Ellie. And so we got to kind of look at that, but we're still forced to look at the world through one set of eyes at a time. And what the show gives us the opportunity to do is go, well, let's pull away from them for a second and let's see what's happening through this person. And so we get to experience it through Tess, or we get to experience it through Bill and Frank, which was episode (gasps) three. I can't, you can't even like mm. mention that episode without me getting like <laughs> yeah, choked up. I've incredible. watched it. I can just look at somebody with strawberries and they just start crying. It's <laughs> like incredible. Strawberries. incredible. It was truly incredible. It was, I think, speechless. Like, like, like no words to describe. Yeah. I feel like after uh, filming that, Nick Offerman, he, like, when he got home, he was just like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he just kind of like chuckled to like himself. Like he knew. Like yeah. he was just like, <laughs> that's yeah. going to uh, absolutely destroy yeah. millions of people. Yeah. Like, like, I feel like after if you give a performance like that and you, you're just like, oh, yeah, that yeah. was it. It's like, that you know what you it. did. Yeah. The reason why <laughs> I think that episode specifically did so well and was received so well is because it was handled with such care. Mm-hmm. There's a temptation to go, look at us tick the diversity box and sure. look at us have a show. And we're now we have representation. We're talking about a same-sex couple. But that to me would have been such a shortfall of of the opportunity, which is the conversation the show is actually about what does love look like? And that's Mm. the the running thing throughout all of this is love is terrifying. And we deal with that in every episode. So what does love look like between two gay middle-aged men in this world? Mm -hmm. And so in order to do that, Craig Mazin did a really wonderful thing and Neil Druckmann as well. Craig was like, I can tell this story. I'm a, I'm a white middle-aged dude, but I'm straight. I need help with this and mm-hmm. I want to do this justice. So I'm going to hire Peter Hoare, who was the director of that, who is a gay middle-aged married man. Oh, so he knows mm-hmm. what's up. The editor is a gay married middle-aged <laughs> man. He knows what's up. The cinematographer is a gay, gay uh, white yeah. middle-aged married man. So that lens now literally is the way that we're l- viewing this entire story through. And the thing that surprises me is the original cut was two hours. I wish it was. Yeah, mm-hmm. I can't imagine. Craig said it hurt too much. It hurt yeah. too much to watch. But yeah, so release it, release the Craig cut. Re- release the maze and edit. I mean, <laughs> it, uh, even cut hmm. down to what was it? An hour, hour and fifteen. Hour and fifteen. Yeah, it, it was a movie. Yeah. yeah, it was a complete story, like beginning, middle, end, beautiful all the way through, just so incredibly told. Yeah. And I always watch the special features at the end of the episodes, and uh, Craig was saying how they made the deliberate decision to because it's not we don't really see the backstory in the game of no. those two it's characters. like one line right no mm-hmm. frank is literally a dangling feet in a bad hawaiian shirt mm-hmm. in the yeah. game mm-hmm. and bill is a very different character because he serves a different character i mean the, the people who were up in arms about it, i was like i can't believe you did it gay it was like bill is gay in the game is it just the if, i can't remember is it just the one line or is it mentioned more times than once he says in the very beginning, I, I had someone I cared about, a partner. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's they kind of gloss over it. And later when they find Frank, he says, this is Frank. 
He's my partner. Mm -hmm. And Joel puts the connection together and goes, mm. got it. And then that decision was made. Um, Joel or Neil had an idea. I was like, I want to, you know, this is the character that I'm presenting to, to um, W. Earl Brown, who played it in the game. And then later on, it was decided that, you know, this would be something that we would build upon. It would be an element of the story that these two were partners. And what does that look like? And so Craig was able to take that story. I keep bumping into stuff. <laughs> Microphones. Don't, don't, don't the mics are too good. Um, I know. <laughs> Craig decided to, he was like, let's really explore that. And this gives us an opportunity to still speak to the main story, but then be able to. Which I appreciate because once I, I, once I, you know, he was talking about, well, this is when we're going to deviate from the game. I was like, I'm so glad that you did. <laughs> I don't know. It just made yeah. the, the whole entire story a little bit. I know that there's everything online going up you know there were oh some people God. that liked it or didn't like it Can, but well, there I, were two people that didn't like it, but they also yeah. didn't watch it so yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> there you go there you go yeah, yeah. but that's absolutely true yeah all of that to the, the whole reason why i say that is um we have an opportunity to kind of bring up new characters like mm -hmm. we did with kathleen mm -hmm. um we also have the opportunity to kind of explore characters that were quickly glossed over like frank mm -hmm. and that's kind of where my character sits is I play James, who mm. is one of David, who was clearly prominent in the game. Um, we build upon him more in in, uh, in mm. my episode. How is that experience? Because these people are the same people who made Chernobyl, yeah. which is an incredible yes. masterpiece of a show. Mm -hmm. And then obviously Last of Us, which is just mm -hmm. incredible to watch. How was it getting to be directed by this team and working with this team and in this production? But also as a character that wasn't mm -hmm. your own originally no. in this franchise. I mean, honestly, my character James was played originally by Ruben Langdon, who's a great actor and an amazing stunt performer. And we just bring in Ruben. It's like, you need to die as this person. He's like, okay. <laughs> get killed a lot. You um, got it. <laughs> so, spoiler, you can kind of see where it's going with my character. Nobody lasts long in this world. No. This, is, yeah. this is clearly Joel and Ellie's story. So that's who we're going to be following. Um, but for me, I've, I've never, I've, I've done on camera stuff before. I've done film and TV. I have never in my life been on a production of this size. I mean, yeah, it, it yeah. was a juggernaut. It took over Calgary. And we got to film in some Which, beautiful way, locations. Cold, huh? Yeah. I, you guys make up temperatures. Yeah. This is what's so funny. I call, I call my friend and go, hey, I'm going to Calgary. She's like, woof, never been. I went, you're Canadian. You're supposed to know everything about all. She's like, all of it. yep, never been. Man, like your friend is weird. <laughs> never far. Um, so it was very. Last year was a very cold year for me. I started yes. off in Calgary, then I then I spent time in Europe and and like Scandinavia, and that oh. that was that was very cold as well. Um, but I'm, I'm sitting in this huge um, production, and I'm surrounded by literally. There's a casting crew of a thousand people, and we're beside this beautiful river in this gorgeous i mean like the location that we're at there was a lot of production design that went to it but this was an actual just like somebody went and said this we need to shoot this scene here it's beautiful pristine actual snow it's super cold and we're about to go picture up yeah. well a lot of times you're mm -hmm. like you're shooting mm -hmm. summer for winter yeah yep. um this was like we have heated thermal i had clothes that were battery operated yeah it was so cold <laughs> yeah. and warming tents um and i had to be very careful because if you change your body temperature too much if you go like 30 degrees off you can actually get sick and so i was like Definitely. i need to stay cold um but we're, we're standing here and I'm, I'm looking at this this um this set that they did build uh this building that's that's going to be our sawmill if you if you played the game um it's this beautiful set piece and i'm just looking around and going 
oh my God, I kind of laughed to myself. And uh, Scott Shepard, who played David, uh, is next to me, goes, what are you laughing about? It's not funny. We're about to have to do a really serious scene. I was like, if you could go back a decade and tell the person that walked into this audition what would be happening now, I, I, I literally would not be able to fathom it. Yeah. And it's been it's been surreal. So what was it like? It was it was um, the term humbling comes mm -hmm. to mind um, because I knew that I was there through the good graces of the showrunners who you know gave me the opportunity. But it was still my opportunity to either sink it or swim it. Mm. And I felt that pressure. Um, I'm working with a director that I've never worked with before, Ali Abbasi, who oh. um, has his own take on it. And I'm used. I've never been on a stage or a set with The Last of Us that wasn't Neil Druckmann. Yeah. Oh, um, I, I didn't even think about yeah. that. So yeah, I'm yeah. like, this is not how we do it. And I, I kind of wanted to jump into that yeah. that rhythm. I'm like, hey, can we talk about the scenes? And he was like, no, you know what to do. I'm just, you know, because I don't think you should do much too, too much prep. I'm like, ah. Uh, <laughs> but that's not what I'm I, used to. Yeah, but I mean, I, I appreciate what he's talking about. I was yeah. like, let's just go in and find mm -hmm. it on, on the day. Mm -hmm. But I do believe in, I don't believe in being uh, rehearsed, but I do believe in being prepared. Absolutely, yeah. Yeah. And I think the difference is rehearsed is, no, I need to walk in these steps. And then prepared is, I'll throw it away or we go on a different trail. Mm -hmm. um, but it was one of the most challenging things I've ever done physically. There was a lot of stunts that we got to do that I had a wonderful stunt performer and a stunt double that got to do a lot of the heavy lifting, but they let me do a few things that I was, you know, <laughs> down for. That's what, what was, I was, was going to ask. What was the best one? The best one best is stunt. the the long, it's a long tracking shot. We're chasing after Ellie and I go hauling ass around this house. Uh, I have to make a quick left turn on actual ice. And so I'm wearing crampons so that I don't slide. Oh, and wow. I have to haul ass run down this, um, through this backyard clock Ellie as she's um, running through trees and then clock this gate that's in front of me and then plant my left foot on a tree stump, oh. single plant Jeez. over the chain league fence and then hoof over it while carrying a rifle, 20 pound oh, rifle. Okay. And just stunt double. <clears throat> Did you ever bust ass? Yeah. <laughs> I didn't fall once. That's I didn't impressive. fall once. After okay. right. after about the sixth or no, seventh time. No, we didn't time, say fall. We said bust ass. Yeah. Well, I didn't. I did. I, I busted my ass. Um, but it was what was funny was after the sixth or seventh time, I was like, I feel. I was like, man, I feel like I'm flying over. And the second unit uh, director was like, you want to see it? I'm like, yeah. yeah. I was like, hey. <laughs> it felt like I was flying, and it just like a little herp. Um, Where it's but, like so yeah. cool in your head, but then in, they know, kept like, it in there though. It kept it in. So yeah. just know when you you know when you watch it uh, that I, I felt like I was doing this Herculean. I look like fucking Jason watch Bourne. Watch it in this slow motion. It looks even worse. I'm like here, <laughs> and every time was just a roll of the dice. I was like, oh, this could be it. Something was gonna go. I'm I'm 46, so like I'm not like some 20 year old kid that can like break my leg and put it back together again and keep running. After I we watch like, it, we're gonna message you. I don't know. You didn't look as cool. Yeah. Like, yeah. I'm gonna it say was hard cool. for me. It was very hard for me, kids. No, it sounds hard. Everything yeah. that you're like having to do all that and remember it and make yeah. sure like that's uh. and then I get to slam up against a tree and, and like it's awesome. Damn. Damn. It's a badass scene. And then uh, we haven't seen the episode. Yeah. But I'm guessing your character uh, does not make it. It meets an un untimely end. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. It's One not. It's not great. But the um, and Bella Ramsey, I can't say enough about him because oh, she is so fantastic. It's not fair. Like, <laughs> yeah. first of all, for for, for Neil, me, they, they are fantastic. It and, yeah. and and this is something that Craig will pass along as well. 
there's a conversation that was started with, uh, and I don't want to speak for Bella at all, but there was a conversation that Bella started as far as um, pronouns and stuff. And well, I love the notion of gender fluidity, especially at 19. Mm-hmm. And I'm, a, oh, yeah. I'm a dad, and you and I have talked about this too. Um, I have a four-year-old, almost five-year-old son named Traveler. And he's almost five. Can you believe that? That's not true. No. <laughs> COVID, like two years That's just not, disbanded. Yeah. yeah. Um, but like Traveler, when he was about two, I guess we were, I, I mentioned something on the phone to, to Barbara about, um, he like pointed out a girl or whatever. And Barbara was like, are you teaching him about non-binary? And I was like, no, because I don't want anything to be tied to identity and gender right now. Mm-hmm. That will come later, but right now I want him to see a person and a human mm-hmm. and not that's a boy and that's a girl. Yeah, because this is what boys do. And right, this is yeah. how boys dress. Yeah. He's, got long, he's got hair down to his butt. Best hair in the world. <laughs> Best hair in the world. So and he gets called a lot of time. He's like, oh, she's a good girl. She's got this. And if, if we're going to be around those people yeah. for more than 30 seconds, I'll give him the opportunity. He's like, do you want to correct him or not? If he doesn't, I'm like, sure, man, go live the rest of your life thinking you met this. I don't care. <laughs> um, but there is an opportunity to, to have a great conversation about, is that me or is that anybody else? Getting a bit of static on the headphones, yeah. just making sure we're okay still on audio. Okay. Cool. Um, I think there is a great conversation to be had right now, and Bella is a part of that as far as talking about gender identity. What I can say, though, is because I kept catching myself, too, because out of respect, I just, I wouldn't want to call you, well, Denise over here, it's like, that's not my name. It's like, if that is a part of your identity, I want to make sure that I'm properly addressing you. I don't care either way. Um, Did you guys put pronouns on the call sheet? I don't believe so. Okay. But what's what's interesting about Bella is they don't care. Mm-hmm. It's like, he, she, Good. okay, fine. Mm-hmm. It depends. And if you ever look at Bella... The, the, the notion about the gender fluidity, which is what I love is, and, and this is not a new conversation. If you look back, like Mick Jagger was talking about this. David Bowie was talking about this. Um, Steven Tyler talked about this. David Bowie specifically was like, Prince. I am both male and female. Yeah. If you look at me, like there is a, and, and I believe that we all are. There's, mm-hmm. look at me. I definitely have <laughs> both elements of that. Mm-hmm. And I think that most people are like, I'm a man and I'm a woman. I'm like, well, there's a part of you that you're not even exploring. I'm not talking about sexually. I'm just talking about you as I'm a person. I'm also just Jessica. Yeah. 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 It's just, yeah. just like Je- and I don't that, know. That to me is, is what Bella is like. I just want you to see Bella. Yeah. I don't want you to be like, because the thing that I, I've realized about Bella is to get tripped up over the pronouns is yeah. not something that Bella wants. Right. Um, mm-hmm. But anyway, uh, that's yeah. that's a, a wonderful little tangent, but I feel mm-hmm. like I'm stealing this. Part. No, no, no. no. I, I, it's a fascinating discussion. Oh, and yeah. I think mm-hmm. like we're all so excited for you. Yeah. Um, and this is just, I, I don't know. When I first heard that a TV show was going to be happening, I was just so excited to see it first of all, because I felt like that game is so primed to be explored deeper mm-hmm. the way it has been in the show and sure. to kind of see these offshoots of these different characters and to explore the world a little bit more. And I, I believe this was something that you had said, you've said a number of times about The Last of Us, how it's not a zombie game. No. It's a- To it's, your point, Griff. Yeah. Um, <laughs> as far as like not playing. <laughs> yeah. Not a zombie game. There are definite moments of, of whether you watch the show or whether you um, uh, play the game or both because it's not an either or to me. It's a yes and. Mm-hmm. If, you, if you like the story, play the game. It's mm-hmm. incredible. There's moments that aren't in the show and there's moments in the show that or moments in the game that aren't in the show and shows that are in moments that are in the show that aren't in the game. You got mm-hmm. it. Mm-hmm. Yep. God, that took me forever yep. to get out. Yep. Um, yep. 
But I think that it is, uh, the pitch of it being a zombie show is, is just not, you're going to be very disappointed yeah. if, that's, if that's what you go in with that, that level of expectation. This is a story about the love from a father to a daughter mm -hmm. and how terrifying that is. I, that's, what's so interesting is I, I asked my mom, because she's always asking me, you know, do, oh, what are some new shows that you can uh, tell me to watch? And I was like, have you started The Last of Us? And she writes back, oh, the zombie one? And I was like, hold up, because well. it's, it's, it's not. <laughs> and, and my mom is such a sucker for um, just human relationship type stories, like between Joel and Ellie, between episode three. Wait, when is this coming out? Episode three? This will be episode eight. eight. Will be, yeah. Okay, great. Okay, so yeah. we, we've seen... All of that. And honestly, this episode that just came out this past Sunday. Episode four for us. Okay, great. I'm, yeah. I'm going to get We're all wrong. We're, We're, We're time coming traveling. out. Pre-recording. But the moments between um, Ellie and Joel after she uh, killed the man mm -hmm. and then the gun situation oh, that man. happened. That moment, I was waiting for that moment to happen. I was like, they're going to have a moment where he's going to his heart's going to crack open a little bit and have that moment with mm -hmm. her. And oh. I'm trying to explain this to my mom. I'm like, it's it's not... Anyway, she started it and she loves it. Oh, okay. oh. Sorry, she, oh thank she God. She loves it and she's yeah. like, oh, it's not. I was literally hanging out. I was like, woof, this could no, go no, a no. number yeah. of directions. Yeah. No, well, definitely not She loves it. it she bawled her eyes out. She was mad at me, though, because she watched episode three and she's just like, I wasn't How expecting that. She you. was like, I'm a freaking mess. She's like, but I love it. And yeah. so she was very thankful. And she's like, oh, it's not It's not a, a zombie. Well, she's got <laughs> so some more heartache coming for her. Okay. Oh, I don't even want to think about it. Uh, yeah. But... But I, no, I I love that though. Yeah, I love experiencing something that pulls on your heartstrings mm -hmm. so intensely. Mm -hmm. And like, I think I texted you after episode three. I'm like, that legitimately broke me in half. I asked, I was like, have you watched episode three? She goes, you mean the thing that broke me in half? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, like, yeah, that one. She goes, yeah, I watched it. <laughs> yeah, Thanks. I watched that thing that ruined yeah. me forever. <laughs> but it's it, to me, it's, it's it's this opportunity to, and it's you say is like, yes, this will make a great show. It could have gone bad. Oh, it yeah. could have gone in really, the wrong really yeah, bad. In the sure. wrong hands, in the wrong way. And this is the thing that I really applaud about Neil is, just because you have an opportunity doesn't mean you need to take it. Mm -hmm. And the patience and the restraint that he showed to go, this isn't a feature. Um, this there, There's oh, a better yeah. way to tell yeah. this. And oh, then yes. people are like, oh, so here's the formula. You do it as a show. That's the formula. It's like, no, because what network are you doing it on? Who's your showrunner? Oh, yeah, if yeah. your showrunner isn't literally coming off of this wildly successful, yeah. completely anticipated um, thing with HBO, that HBO comes to him and goes, what do you want to do next? Here's your checkbook. What do you yeah. like? I want to make the last with like, yeah. sure, okay. we're in, boom. And we're going to make the most expensive show that we've ever made. Which also speaks to, I'm so glad they didn't just drop all the episodes mm -hmm. at once. And that's more like an HBO thing. As in like, you they pick the right studio to, I, to work with. Yeah, because if you do like a Netflix model yeah. or anything else, and I'm not mm -hmm. you know disparaging that at all. Clearly it's been a successful model. But I think for this, I, I think that event viewing is back. I think yeah. that yeah. we want our Sunday night show. Yeah, we absolutely. Want, Coming we want on that Monday. thing. Yeah. And talk about yeah. it. And that to me is why this has become a thing is they they didn't try to make this viral. Pardon the pun. It's actually fumble. Yes, I know. It, yeah. Yeah. But what they what they were aiming Carol for was we yeah. do if we tell it with excellence, if we just do it fearlessly, then we will have they we will own the conversation Monday morning. Mm -hmm. And I think that as a world we came back like yeah. we we're back into the world for the most part we're mm -hmm. we're mm -hmm. trying to find a way to back into community and we're now 
super socially awkward. I was like, now. what the fuck do we talk? Oh no, God. I'm saying it was no, like we before are. we were awkward. It's way worse. Now it's worse. And so now it's worse. like, worse. now we're we have so something to talk worse. about. So when you're sitting there and you're like, everyone's kind of feeling weird because no one's talking about the fact that we were just in our room for two years. Yeah. yeah. And we go, did you watch the show last night? Oh my God. It's now we best. have a common yeah. thing. It's the best. Yeah. But also even the fact that, because like, again, using episode three again, like I needed that week of time to process. Yeah. yeah. My emotions. Exactly. Yeah, could you imagine trying to go into another episode yeah, can after Can you imagine seeing the plane <laughs> next button loading? <laughs> Are you kidding me? Yeah, I need some damn time. I, I, need, to, I need to go Queer to my Eye. therapist session on Wednesday. Oh. Yeah. Talk about it. If you if you don't, Jonathan from Career Eye. JVN. JVN, yeah. <laughs> Am I saying it wrong? No, I mean, Everybody Jonathan Van Ness. Okay. So JVN. I call him Jonathan. Jonathan. Um, <laughs> yeah. His reaction was probably the best. What did he Because you just I just wanted to oh. watch a mushroom zombie <laughs> and people. And he was ju just, just the full, just like, oh, I'm owning you. all of the tears. And like goes over to his boyfriend or his husband. <laughs> and I'm just like, stop. <laughs> But that's got, I think I that kind of reaction and, and every degree, like, look, if you weren't in tears, besides your soul being dead, which you should get checked out <laughs> by either a spiritual advisor or a physical professional. Or Gary. Or Gary. Or Gary. Or Gary. Yeah. He'll be out with it. Yeah, he'll come Gary. on in it. Not Mike, though. I, I think that, <laughs> I, I think that can hit you on all levels. It's not about being the gut punch and look how much we can make you cry. I think that one of the best byproducts of that story is that people sat and thought yeah. Um, what is my relationship like? What is my relationship to people like this mm -hmm. like? Um, and to me, that's the best thing you can do. There's also a lot of stuff that happened as far as like lore. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And we get to we get to find a lot about Joel in a very short amount of time. We get to find oh, a lot of stuff. That. We set up some great stuff with Ellie. The Mortal mm -hmm. Kombat game will be coming back. Mm -hmm. um, so yeah. Incredible. Well, I do have some questions. Go. Um, for me or just anybody? Sorry. Some for you, some okay. for everybody. Oh. I'll share my time. So <laughs> this might be hard to answer, okay. but I, I'm curious. Your favorite part about being the voice of Joel mm. in The Last of Us game versus your favorite part of playing James mm. in The Last of Us television show. I, I have to say, I was listening to something or watching something um, this is, I always go with my gut response. So you could ask me tomorrow and it could be a different answer. But for right now, this is my answer. Um, Michael Caine was talking about... Michael Caine. Michael Caine. I was going to do this. <laughs> we I, I, can't do. I, re I refrained. <laughs> it probably would be better than mine. <laughs> Never. It's <laughs> um, my only Michael Caine. He was talking about um, use the difficulty and how it was... Uh, a piece of advice that his acting coach gave him and he was trying to come on stage for this specific scene but he couldn't because the door was blocked by a chair and he says i'm sorry sir i can't come on stage He's like why not it's because the chair he goes use the difficulty he goes what do you mean he goes well is it a comedy if it's a comedy fall over the chair if it's a drama pick up the chair and smash it use the difficulty like, jessica's in love with this oh my god way. i Man. love it this is incredible it yeah. is it is such regardless and he goes i applied that to my life and and i believe that as well for a long time all growing up i i avoided obstacles and it, it hindered me it, it as a person um as an actor for sure and even as a musician it, it, it hindered me but for me the thing that i love most about being a part of this story in any capacity is um the challenges that it's given me. Uh, I, I can, we, we could spend hours talking about all the different things Definitely. that this thing has 
taught me, the, the life lessons that it's taught me. But my, my favorite thing, whether it be Joel or James, and it sounds like it's a punt answer, besides the challenges. And there, were, there was a day on set where um, I was, and we talk about this in the podcast as well, but we, uh, the, the podcast we're doing for HBO, I should say that. Um, you do like essentially like a episode podcast yeah, after they, every episode. They let me host the the conversation that happens kind of afterwards with mm -hmm. Craig and Neil, mm -hmm. and I get to ask all the questions that hopefully everybody else is asking. But mm -hmm. regardless, it's what I, I want to know. <laughs> but I I got to share kind of one of my my dark moments on set where I thought I was blowing it. I thought mm -hmm. that uh, Craig was you know he's a showrunner. He's you know boots on the ground. Um, Neil is having to also run Naughty Dog, so he's running the show as much as he can from Santa Monica at Naughty Dog Studios. And so I'm kind of, I was without my anchors and there was a scene that got cut and I thought it was one of my big, bigger scenes. Um, it, I ended up being cut for logistical reasons. Like originally in the script, there's this whole thing that Ellie does back and forth. And when they get to locations, they don't have those streets. He was like, we're not doing that. Scene. Yeah. So and I, but I thought that I was blowing it. And I really spiraled and I got in my head about it. Mm -hmm. And and Craig wasn't there and Neil wasn't there. And so I when I have a tendency to feel like I'm I'm failing, I withdraw. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So I got really, really quiet. And if you've spent any mm -hmm. time around me, that's not me. <laughs> and so <laughs> So the next day I show up and I see Craig and he comes up and he goes like, Hey. I'm like, hey man. He goes, How are you? I'm like, better than yesterday. He goes, what happened yesterday? He gets real concerned. And I was like, I, um, you know, just kind of felt like this. And he goes, he picked the perfect word. Um, he said, you were rattled. And I said, yeah, I was rattled. And he said, do you have my number? I was like, no, I don't have your number. He goes, here's my number. He goes, if that ever, ever happens again, you text me and I will come find you. And, it, it, like, and beat you up. And beat you up because job. you're failing. <laughs> um, and he says as a, as a showrunner, he has to you know wear many hats. One of those is a mm -hmm. therapist. Mm -hmm. But that for me personally was, was one of my favorite things. Because I've also had those moments with Neil, those moments of contention that a, a friendship is born from that. Mm -hmm. um, but my favorite thing, my favorite thing has been seeing how this story has impacted people. Mm -hmm. And... Whether it be, like I, I tell the story all the time where there's a dad in Indiana and he said, I had a daughter and I started playing that game and I get to the opening and I put the controller down because I can't bear the thought of that. And mm -hmm. I, I didn't play the game for six months and then I went back and he said, I played through the game and I got to the, the giraffe moment, oh. as he called it. And he said, it just, I guess it goes to show you that um, sometimes you got to do the hard thing to find your giraffe moment. I'm like, uh, fuck me, man. Well, it's it's those moments, and it's it's the fact that besides millions of copies sold means that millions of people have experienced this story, mm -hmm. and they have healed relationships with their daughter, healed relationship with their father, healed relationship with their loved ones, healed relationships with themselves. They've experienced something that is bigger than them. They're now part of a community, and now to know that's expanding out to people that will never pick up a controller. And that that story is now being in the hearts of all new millions of people. That is, and I get to, I get to watch. Mm -hmm. I get to be a part mm -hmm. of that. That's, that's the coolest thing. Absolutely. That's that was an incredible. one question. So cool. No, that was an incredible <laughs> answer. Yeah. This episode of Always Open is sponsored by Shady Rays. Take on the sun with gear built to last. Our friends at Shady Rays have you covered for the warm weather ahead with premium polarized shades at an affordable price. 
Shady Rays is an independent sunglasses company that offers a world-class product that's just as good as any expensive pair we've worn. Durable frames and extremely clear optics for outdoor adventures. If you lose or break your pair, even on day one, they told us they will send you a brand new pair, no questions asked. Wear your Shady Rays with confidence because they have your back long after you purchase. I love my Shady Rays. I have, I think, three pairs now. I love the Crystal Rose ones. Those are my favorite. Tons of different options for all different styles and all different looks, outfits, everything you need. They have tons of options and they are so well-made and so durable. I love them, could not recommend enough. Exclusively for our listeners, Shady Rays is giving out their best deal of the season. Go to ShadyRays.com and use the code OPEN for 50% off two or more pairs of polarized sunglasses. Try for yourself the shades rated five stars by over 250,000 people. Again, that's ShadyRays.com. Use the code OPEN. Um, and then this question I would love for everyone to answer. Um, so Pedro Pascal <laughs> playing Joel, yeah. doing a phenomenal job. Truly. If you could play on the on-screen version mm. of any character you or someone else voiced, who would you play? So basically, if you could if you could portray any video game character in a movie or TV oh, adaptation. it doesn't have to just be The Last of Us. It doesn't have to be Last of Us. Because I already had my Last of Us one locked and loaded. Oh, did you? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, if, if that's we'll your share answer, it. Yeah. Oh, well, I mean, or not, or whatever you want. It's, um, oh, God, the, uh, who is the, she's so buff in the second game. <laughs> oh, Are you talking about Abby? Abby? Abby. I would, and here's my reasoning. I would love to have a Hollywood fitness trainer just train me to get that buff for the role. Just destroy and, people. And yeah, and then also like playing like an antagonist who yeah. then it gets like is 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 then like I I, I mean I loved and in the second game I was like oh no, I'm Team Abby like all the way I yeah. can it was like because it's one of those things where you're playing a video game and you're just like I'm gonna do this quest I killed these eight guys and you're like oh, they have families mm. and that's just like mm. <laughs> you're like. Oh, mm-hmm. Abby's oh, not the villain from her, from her, from her perspective. perspective. Joel yeah, yeah, exactly. So, um, and I think that's a really cool character that would be uh, super sick to portray, but also, again, just having that trainer. Oh, yeah. Just <laughs> having that trainer. That, that used to be, I was like, if yeah, I get cast be, in a Marvel yeah, movie. Being paid like, to work out. Absolutely. Yeah, I just want to get paid to work and out. And there's no other option but no. to, in the end, look good. Exactly. So there's no, there's no, you can't fail. No. Yeah. Well, that's because you got to do it, right? Exactly. Oh, uh-oh. You're in that conversation. Oh, no. Uh-oh. Let's hear, what is it? Can I? Please. Sure. You can. There's Wait. nothing stopping you. There's nothing stopping you from doing that right now. From I, I, failing I, to get buff? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> there is there is a I understand the financial aspect of like having that trainer and having people that yeah. are like, here's the food that you're gonna eat. And and the the concierge level of that, yeah. I, I totally understand. Um, but there's there's people that I know. I mean, James Willems is, is transforming Yo. his body. Mm-hmm. Um, the, I, I think that, that guy's there's not human. He's, no, he's, he's a... not. But here's the thing that I really, really respect about James is that he is he's learning. He's a student, and like I, I've been watching how, him how he works out and everything. And I, I reached out to him um, like a month ago. I can't talk. A month or so ago, <laughs> and I was like, "Hey, how are you? How are you feeling about this?" And he's like, "I really need to work on my mobility." I was like, "Bro, now we're talking because just because you get big and buff, and like mm-hmm. we were talking about the actor before, we don't mm-hmm. need to talk about him again." <laughs> um, 
you can you can swell up and get and get small like a balloon. Yeah. And and like Matt Damon is a perfect example. That guy has been literally just like oh, yeah. huge yoked to just emaciated and literally put himself in the hospital. Christian Bale. Christian, yeah. Christian Bale. Bale. He's yeah. not human. Like no. his, his, his that's metabolism. His hobby. It is. Yeah. yeah. His yeah. metabolism just, is a superpower. I, it's not. It's not crazy. fair. Yeah. But the the thing that I would. We, we talk a lot about, I was thinking about this last night, it's so stupid, like the thoughts that I have when I'm alone in the car. <laughs> in the shower, in the car, those are my two temples that I just like. Those pray. are my stupid times. Those are my stupid times. <laughs> my stupid thinking times. I, oh, that's me all the yeah, time. Yeah, that's me all the time. 24 7. I'm not shitting on your answer, and Jessica, I really want to hear you <laughs> no, want to play it. No, 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 I just, love you too. I was, no. I was thinking about this conversation today, and. and <laughs> For you audio listeners, <laughs> Troy reached out and touched Barbara's shoulder. And that was that was unwarranted. Contact. We don't touch the host. Um, <laughs> Jesus, we we talk a lot about mental health, and I think yes. that we should. I think that mm. mental health we should normalize that conversation because if somebody had a fever for two days, yeah. they would go to the doctor yeah. at the very least, take some medicine. Yeah. But the fact that someone can go, I've had debilitating sad thoughts or I haven't gotten out of bed. There's mm. nothing physically wrong with me. I can I cannot get my heart to be in the place that I need it to be. That is something that we should talk about. Like we talk about COVID or the flu oh, or absolutely. anything else. Mm -hmm. So I believe in normalizing that conversation. However, I would add on to that conversation. Most of the people that I find that really talk the most about how they're struggling with their mental health never talk about their physical health. Mm -hmm. And I think that there is those, we are a closed system and those things definitely directly impact each other. Mm -hmm. So if you are someone who finds that, that your mental health is a struggle, I would also encourage you to bring that physical health into the conversation as well and look at what you're eating. Look yeah, at how you're sleeping. Yeah, it's health and gut biome. Yeah. It's, so it's actually annoying because uh, as a person who is uh, depressed a lot of the time but also does other stuff, uh, it's when I, when like pre-panty, I was like, I got really in the rock Wait, climbing. is that a new phrase? Panty? Hmm? Pre-panty? Pre-panty? Pre-pandemic? Panini. I don't know if I can get behind it. Oh, it's, it's because it sounds maybe. like it sounds like panties, and I don't like the word panties. You That's why I say word. it. Uh, <laughs> but pre-panty, I was super into climbing. And you one more time, remember? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it was one this of those... This is pre-panty? Yeah, yeah pre-panty. Mm. And it's one of those things mm -hmm. where it's like, you get annoyed because you're like, ah, oh, shit, this did fix it. Yeah. <laughs> you're like, oh, oh. Yeah. It's like, I can't believe that drinking water, waking up early and moving my body. Uh, made doing me hard feel things better. makes me feel that. better. That's so stupid. Yeah. <laughs> I, I it's have, very inconvenient. It's annoying it's super for sure. My wife said this the other day. She was like, I don't have time to get in the gym. I don't have time for a CrossFit class. I don't have time for a Pilates class. I don't have time for this. What I do have time, though, is to build into my future self. I have, I have time to invest in my 60-year-old self to make sure that I can move, mm. that I'm healthy. The, the, the aesthetics of it now are, are just like a, that's ah, a perk. It's a yeah, byproduct. A bonus, a yeah. bonus. But I twice have sprained my ass. That is a thing you can busted actually do. Ass. I busted, busted my ass. ass. We finally he got there. busted his ass. And the reason why is because I haven't been sitting, standing, sleeping properly. It has nothing to do with how I'm lifting. Well, it, it does feed into how I like lift weights if I lift it incorrectly. So it, it, the people that are like, I threw up three plates on either side. Like, good for you, dude. What does your, your spine look like? Yeah. yeah. It's like, what was your posture? Were you doing yeah. it correctly? Yeah, because mm -hmm. who? literally some of the workouts that I do, there's no way. I, there was mm -hmm. a picture that I put up on my Instagram. I'm literally sitting, and it looks like I'm saying, can you please help me? One of the hardest things I ever did. <laughs> mm -hmm. I just literally just going, hey, yeah. jagoosh. That's why I was so jumping over chain link fence. Yeah. I'm a herp. That's what it looked yeah. like. 
but I just anyway, for it. your your mental health and your physical health are tied, and that doesn't yes. mean you need to get into a gym and go to a twenty four, go to an equinox, go and go, go for a fucking walk. Play just dance. Mm-hmm. As someone who um, didn't do that during the pandemic very much, <laughs> yes. it impacted absolute you. correlation. My yeah. mental health took a depression, insane nosedive. I mean, yeah. I talked to you about mm-hmm. it a lot because pre panty damn it. Um, I <laughs> I was not like that at all. Yeah. The, and I, I feel like I completely We were changed. training together. Yes, Pre- you and I yeah. were training together. Yeah. And like, not often, mm-hmm. but enough to keep that kind of yeah. mental health capacity of it up. Yeah. And then once the pandemic hit, um, I still tried to maintain some type of movement. And then as time went on, you just kind of slowly yeah. wean off of that. You're also a social person too. You need people. <laughs> and when you're- Sometimes. Well, yeah. what I'm yeah. saying is that you, as long as you can control that situation, <laughs> yeah. other times you're like, go away. Yeah. Um, but they're like so dolls. Well. You want to play with them? <laughs> <laughs> but no, it, it absolutely just, you get used to not doing things. Mm-hmm. And then you think that that is your reality now and that you're stuck there. Mm-hmm. And then once you just start going, even if it's just a little bit, you realize like, oh, this is actually making me feel even just a little better. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then you do a little bit more and a little bit more. And then you start to feel like you could achieve something again mm-hmm. and actually get out of that funk. Mm. Whereas before it felt so permanent and so deep and so dark. Mm-hmm. Um, so you I know, couldn't agree with you more. Just start moving. Yeah, like just do it. You know that um, uh, <laughs> Shia LaBeouf uh, video it? where he's oh, yelling at you and he's like, just do it. Don't let your dreams be dreams. Yeah. <laughs> Sometimes when I'm like in one of those moments you're talking about, I just like can hear him yelling at me just to do it. Mm-hmm. And he's just like screaming. Yeah. And because it, it, it really is so simple when you think about it, mm-hmm. just do it. Mm-hmm. And when you think about like the, the the way your brain works and the fact that I can literally move, the, say for instance, you're like, I'm not going to eat that cookie and you have it in your hand, just put it back. Mm-hmm. You have the like, you can't My arm moves this way. Drop. You know what I mean? And yeah. it's just so hard for for certain weight people in your brain. Everything. Yeah. It's just so interesting. Like, just do it. Difficult sometimes. I think I think that there's a there's a healthy balance. One of my favorite phrases or, or quotes is Oscar Wilde was all things in moderation, including moderation. And I yeah. think that yes. sometimes <laughs> there's there's Griff there's just you know what the, mean? was the. Uh, gif of the woman with all the math equations <laughs> over her head. <laughs> Russell Crowe from Beautiful Mind. Moderation. Including moderation. It's like sometimes you need to indulge and it doesn't mean that the cookie is bad. Oh yeah. It means that Food there's... is not moral. I like that. Oh, yeah. yeah. Shit, I know. that's good. Isn't it crazy? Yeah. The cookie's not bad. You it's drink too much bad. water you'll die. Yeah, I mean, you'll drown yourself. Yeah, if you're in it, (laughs) if you're like in water. Oh no! Also, you you can drink drink too much. Hyperhydros. Yeah, no, no, that's what I have. It's something. Yeah, you drink too much water, it'll like shut your kidneys down. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 It's crazy. Um, type of drowning. Mm -hmm. It's a well, well. What you're saying, Internal yes, but I'm like, you can also just drown, drown yourself you in You flood your kidneys from the inside. Yes. You do it from the inside yes. as opposed to the outside. Yeah. It's possible to do it. <laughs> just like that, yes. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. We just derailed. What happened? Oh, that's a good point to edit out. <laughs> you had questions? Well, yeah, yeah, what about yeah. you? Me? Like live action adaptation of a character that you Ooh. voiced or, or not. I mean, live action is really hard. Yeah. Um, I... As I get older, like there's there's some roles that are just not right for me to play. The beauty of being in video games is that I, when I was, how old was I? Thirty six, I think, when I when I got cast as Joel, maybe. 
Uh, 34, maybe something like that. Yeah. Oh, so, wow. Yeah. You so, said 12 years? Uh, yeah, 12 years ago. So, I mean, I, I was 34 and I was playing a 50 year old. Yeah. Um, and looked nothing like. I joke about this. <laughs> there, my, my genes <laughs> reflected light. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> there were a lot of words on my clothes. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Like, no, like, I, I've seen photos of you from that era. Not good. A lot of it's afflictions not going good. On. There was a lot of crosses. It, yeah. There was a lot of there were a lot. <laughs> that's <all> I <laughs> say. There were a lot of crosses happening everywhere. Ev- just everywhere. Um, and my hair was in multiple directions. It just wasn't good. Um, but I think that dark times. I get to I get to play characters that no one would ever 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 like you. Cast Pedro Pascal as yeah. Joel. You look at it now and you go, holy shit. Yeah. Why did I never see that? Yeah. Um, and he's killing it. Oh, yeah. yeah. But then the beauty is, is I get to disappear behind roles. And the, my favorite compliment is when someone goes, that, that wasn't you. I'm like, that did my job. Hell yeah. yeah. Behind the role. Hell yeah. Yeah. Um, I think... You're like a chameleon. You're like an SBO the chameleon. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Uh, did you look at my IMDb? Some of your roles. Oh, <laughs> look at you. Um, I, 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 I've, suck up. I've yeah. talked about this before. I really... <laughs> I love Team Chaotix. I'm sorry. <laughs> oh. well, I'll go Sonic with you all day long. Let's go. Let's go down right now. Um, I, growing up, Daredevil was... B- Batman graphic novels and, and Daredevil were my two, like my refuges they they resonated with me because they're they're stories of people born out of tragedy and the very thing that defines them is one of the worst moments of their life Mm -hmm. and from that they they gain strength and the cool thing about daredevil is it was a it was an accident that 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 crippled him It, it, it blinded him and he learned how to develop that into an ability that not only did he, you know, Batman's awesome because he has to play the role of this, you know, billionaire playboy, but Daredevil's the one that's like, I still went to law school. Yeah. And I still do this pro bono. And to me, that was just like fucking great. Um, so I look at Daredevil, and that's that's not something that I think for me, I could, in a, in a live action adaptation, I could play. Um, I've talked about this a lot where I, I, I would love to direct that game as far as like from a cinematic standpoint um, because and I would what, what I would want to do is I would want to partner with someone in that community that could really guide me through what it what the blind experience is like. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because that to me is something that is talk about representation that is something that uh, Steve Saylor is someone who's uh, the blind gamer and and he talks about how We've we've seen the uptick in diverse or in, in uh, um, uh, representation. No, it's it's accessibility. Thank you. Ah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, has gone up because there's a whole new there's a whole new gamer that's out there that's wanting to experience this, and it's not cut off by by the the limitations of yeah. this. We can actually speak to that. Mm. Um, but live action from a game, dude. I don't. I I normally I have something in the chamber for you every time. Yeah. I really really don't know. Who I would want to be. Well, think on it, and okay. then we'll just have to have you on another episode, I guess. Oh, <laughs> that's your answer. That. Hey. I'm that good. <laughs> um, well, love getting to talk to you about that. That I mean, so much. I feel like we could talk about your experience with that show and the game and everything in that franchise for hours. Mm-hmm. But there's some other new beginnings oh, in yes. the show. Um, Griff. Hi. You recently went through, I don't want to say went through a change, sure. but kind of made a decision 
with a name change. Yeah. A lot of people in our audience who are watching this know you as Kayla. Yeah. And from recently, sales. From sales. <laughs> Kayla from sales. I'm not group from SCF. Yes. Yeah. So could you talk a bit about that process and, and kind of your thoughts behind it? Uh, yeah. I mean, it wasn't really that hard of a process. Uh-huh. It was like a, I've never really connected to my name at all. Uh, and it, I felt like it didn't really reflect me as a person. And then, I don't know, I, I literally was just like one day I was like, I don't know if I feel like I was either like scrolling through Twitter or watching something. I don't know. And I saw the name mm. and then I heard the name and I was like, oh, I like that. That feels right. It feels good. Yeah. yeah. And I like kind of floated it by my partner and she was like, yeah, sure, whatever. And then I was like, okay, yeah, sure, whatever. And I was like, but I don't want to make like a big deal out of it. So then that, that was also the hard part. Because, mm. like, I feel like as soon as I did it, it I, I was I made very clearly, I made it very clear because I was like, I this is not like a, it's not like a gender to trans gender. Mm-hmm. issue. Like, it's not like that mm-hmm. because I'm like, no, that's not my, that's not my, I'm not going to take that light. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's literally just like, it didn't feel like who I was as a person. It's interesting because mm-hmm. as long as I've known you, I've never felt like Kayla fit you. No. I've always hated that name. It's, yeah, it's not great. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, named after my great-great-grandfather. Um, but uh, yeah, so it was just, uh, yeah. And you know, it's been feeling good. Yeah. Feeling nice into it. And, yeah. uh, it's fun. It it's flirty. You. It's, 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 it, uh, it, 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 it uh, I feel like I express myself as like kind of like a cool teen, like a cool teen boy. <laughs> and now I feel like that name reflects it. You know what I mean? Cool teen boy group. Yeah. That's yeah, what you're like lower a, third. Like a cool teen. Yeah. yeah. Okay. <laughs> All right. I feel like it is interesting that, that some of the things that, I've chosen and I think we collectively choose to be convenient identifiers are things that have absolutely nothing to do with who we are. Mm -hmm. Um, If I say, so tell me about yourself. Typically people are going to say, uh, this is my name, which was assigned to me. Mm -hmm. Um, My age, which I have no control over. (laughs) Where I live, which for most people is not their choice. Were you, right. were you were born, which is accident, like you didn't choose that. Yeah, yeah your parents you did. Yeah. And if you're like, well, I'm, I'm from Texas, but I, I, yeah. I live here. It's like, well, because my parent, my dad got a job and we ended mm-hmm. up moving. Yeah. So it's all the, or what I do for a living yeah. is typically people. Yeah. And I'm, the reason why I know most people don't like their job is the number one question I get is like, how do I get to do what you do? Yeah. I hate what <laughs> I do. So terrible yeah. question. So it's all those things. And for yeah. you to be able to reclaim that, man, it would, I love my son's name. Yeah. Like, I Traveler, I think, is a fucking cool name. No, that's name. the thing. You said it, and I was like, oh, that's sick. That's mm-hmm. so dope, good. right? <laughs> You're going to take it. But I fully, I fully... Grips out the door. <laughs> yeah. He could come to me and and say, uh, I want to be Jason. And we're like, mm. <laughs> Or he could say, my name is Stephanie. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I do, I ha- I, as a parent, look... You'll accept it, but you'll be like, hear me out. Traveler's gender neutral. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> it's cooler. I, I think there's an aspect of that. I, I look at it now as a parent, and before I think I had the benefit, not the benefit, I had the privilege and the, uh, the luxury of having a, an opinion on it. And as a parent, I don't have that. Mm-hmm. I don't have the opinion. I, I am compelled to love him, yeah. which means I'm compelled to love whoever he is mm-hmm. or whoever 
if he decides to change that, it's like, dude, I don't care, man. It's the soul <laughs> that I care about. Yeah, yeah. Um, I just, I, I, I really respect and commend that for you going, this doesn't speak to me. Can I ask how, like, your family, you talked about how your partner responded. Mm. How, how did your family respond to that? Uh, I haven't talked to my family about it yet. Okay. Yeah, it's just, it's like one of those things where, like, they can call me whatever they want to call me. But uh-huh. in my day-to-day, like, that, to, like you said, things, factors out of your control. To me, that feels like something out of my control. Mm. And cool. I also feel like, again, for me, because it's not directly tied to, like, my gender identity, mm-hmm. that it doesn't feel as necessary for me to, like, have to get my family on board. Mm-hmm. Because, like, it's just like, well, I mean, they're not on board with a lot. Like, you know, it's like, there's a lot of stuff you don't tell your parents. Oh, yeah. Like. Yeah. For pro- both of your benefits. They, yeah, for, both, for both of your <laughs> yeah. benefits. Yeah. Like, it's not like, a, like, to me, that would be like trying to get my mom on board with, with me being like, yeah, I went out and got drunk last night. Yeah. Like, she's never going to be okay with that. Yeah. So I'm just like, whatever. Mm-hmm. Family yeah. loves to give unsolicited opinions, oh, too. Yeah. You know? It's yeah. just, I didn't don't ask you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Jessica got straight to the I point. Yeah. Everyone's also still processing the whole gay thing. So I'm like, whatever. <laughs> yeah. We're fine. Tack yeah. it on to the top. Yeah, yeah there you go. <laughs> two, oh, and two also, and one. I'm sorry. It's, and also yeah. this, too. Yeah. Are you hoping that it eventually, because I know you're a little kind of flexible on it. Yeah. You, you know, go by Griff, more public facing. And yeah. You're kind of whatever behind the scenes. Yeah. But are you hoping that it becomes like, a more permanent thing, maybe know. like a legal change down the road. I have no idea. Just kind of playing it by ear. Yeah, I love it. Love that. I don't. I've never planned. I've never planned. That, it is with two F's though. Yeah, she I did ask. Me I that. confirmed it because I was it like two F's. Oh, is there is there a legacy of one F? I don't know. I just uh, like I, when I was typing it in my phone. I was like one or two us. Oh, that just uh, could be my dumbass. Uh, you know, I, <laughs> you just never know. I also I did make the choice to use two Y's instead of an O. Oh, oh, Wait. Gr- Griffin. Yeah. Oh, I see. Yeah. Okay, great. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Because I just seen. Yeah. I don't know why. I just like the way it looked. Yeah. All right. Cool. It's, it's cool. Yeah. It fits you. I love it. Thank you. Yeah. Um, and then Jessica. Yeah. Also a new beginning for you. I did. Uh, um, you yeah. got engaged. I did. Oh, congrats. Yeah. About here. what? Like Let a month ago? Um. Uh. Yes. The beginning uh, of December. Ooh. I did. It was very nice. Yeah. We've been together for eight years, but. Whoa. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Well, okay. <laughs> Seven and a half. Okay. Uh, we round up it. because we started banging six months before we made it official. <laughs> there you go. There you go. <laughs> no, I feel you. You know? Yeah, no, no. Um, so you physically have been together. together. Yes. Yeah. Correct. Uh, for eight years. And as in, yeah, one penis. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, but yeah, so ever since it happened, everyone keeps asking, you know, how does this does it feel different and all that the only thing that really feels strange and different in like a new beginning is mm-hmm. now i'm like in probably not a great way obsessed with like him not dying oh so like any any yeah oh, so like that'll change because you don't yeah because then you have to be that'll a change. widow exactly because now i'm like all right great now i'm that yeah now i'm a widow yeah Ugh. it's now become a burden yeah. because i'm like all right I, i'm making this commitment to you now yeah. so like you need to, like, when he goes, he's like, I'm going to go to the corner store and get some Rillos as we smoke the green herbs of the earth. Yeah. And, um, I love you. Come back. Don't die. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, don't get, I don't, say that to him. Yeah, don't I get, say that to him. Yeah, don't get, you know. And I'm like, bed, no, I need you to be careful. And he's like, I'm going to be fine. I'm yeah. like, well, you just, nah, you never know. I always tell Trevor he needs to remain in pristine condition. Absolutely. At all absolutely. Yeah. Because before Take the rain was on the my shit. finger. Yeah. yeah. No, like, from a like, health standpoint. No, yeah, I'm absolutely. Like, you better not get a scratch on that. Yes. <laughs> 
<laughs> because before the ring was on my finger, I was like, yeah, I could bust out of here anytime, <laughs> you know? But now I'm like, oh, well, shit. Hey, wait till you this have to go is, through legal uh, proceedings yeah. to not do well, it. I was going to say, you can still sentiment. bust out. You haven't checked no, you're the right. box on your W-2 yet. No, you're right. That is that's true. true. That's true. But I think... <laughs> you're, not, you're still filing single. Yeah. Yes. But I... And you guys might know this. this I don't know if you know this. Season. But I come from a divorced family. And not oh. only are like my immediate parents divorced like everybody in my family's divorced my grandparents my aunts and uncles so i've never really had like an amazing um model. relation yeah a model yeah, a huge to, family to look i do i've got a italian irish portuguese family Six it's christmases yeah that's a lot that's a lot of christmas they're all all over the place and so it was it's just a lot so with this commitment was a big a big thing for me and like anytime i see a couple that's been together for like 30 years i'm yeah. like how did how did you do it? Like yeah. something went wrong, but they're like, no, it's real. No. I'm like, okay. And, and over time, as we've been together again for eight years, I've started to believe in that. And I've gone to therapy and have worked through it. So yeah. um, he was like, are you ready to do this? I'm like, all right, let's do it. So here we are <laughs> on this journey. Cycle. You're breaking the cycle. I'm going to break the cycle, hopefully. Di- you're a Disney movie. You're addressing your familial trauma and you're breaking the cycle. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you, Jesus. you are in Kanto. You... <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And you're Moana. No, no, yes. no wonder you grew up, you know, or, or you have this. Yeah, because it's like everything <laughs> we watch as a kid is like, which parent is going to be the die? Yeah. No, literally. Yeah. It, that's weird, right? It's, 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 it's a little weird. weird. Every single thing's just like, and then we're either going to kill the parent on screen or they're already or dead. We'll yeah. just hear the gunshot and the yeah. birds will yeah. fly up. Or yeah. we're like, mom's not coming back anymore. It's like, yeah. no, that little deer now grows mm-hmm. by himself yeah. oh my God. in the yeah. forest with a bunny. How is so that one of the seen... first vi- movies we ever saw as yeah. a kid was Bambi. Yeah. How yeah. is yes. that? How Bambi yes. Fox and the Hound. Fox Dumbo the for me. Dumbo. Dumbo. Baby Dumbo. I, I still can't watch Dumbo. <laughs> I can't. Oh, I can't watch it for a different reason. Jesus Christ. That scene was like, can I go see my imprisoned mother? Yeah, yeah, it's just it's, Jesus. It's just just put a lot. in the arms of an angel by Sarah McLaughlin. <laughs> yeah. Um well for, I'm very happy. I'm congratulations. You guys, you guys are wonderful. Um can't wait to And here's it. if I may. Please. One please. thing that'll that'll really help you feel better about death is an inevitability, right? Um not if I could help it. <laughs> I mean, I struggle, Ray Kurzweil is fighting I against with that her. because I, I'm currently searching on what is beyond death, whether there is something or not. I'm a very spiritual person. Sure. We could always talk about that offline. But yes, I hear you. The, the answer is yes. Yes. So what that is, yeah, the answer is yes. Okay. But what that is, well, we really can get off. Okay. Yeah, yeah. 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 But the, 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 the thing that I would Again, say to you that will that will help you feel better yeah. about um, your partner and their mortality is. Just get a really good insurance policy. <laughs> like a really okay. good one. Be really good. All expected. Like the one really that you have to pay extra moment. for. Yeah. And, yeah. You're like, and not connected to your job either. Gotta have two. Yeah, Look at if, you guys. If they're oh. just like, <laughs> you're like, how you feeling? Sign this. Sign you know, I don't give a shit. You know? Should I up this premium? You guys. Yeah. Uh, every, time, yeah, every time he coughs, up the premium by 10 cents. I'm going to go to the me. store. Fuck it. Come back. Don't come back. I don't care. You're killing me. I'm rich either. Either I get you and we get this loving relationship or I am fucking loaded yeah, yeah. also right. can i assuage your other thing about the divorce please do hear me out okay you have to remember you have to remember a lot of our foremothers had to get married yes. to some guy yes because <laughs> otherwise they couldn't have a car <laughs> or a house or a bank or account, bank account. so they just had to. that was like and 20 you know, years ago yeah, yeah. and like yes. and their that mom was, was, was telling the them 90s. that the guy that was harassing them after school every day was probably a good guy and they should just like let him take him out to the 
supermarket or what is it the, yeah. the soda fountain shop soda. okay yeah and, no, like, right. and then they just like married some dude at like 17 and then they were like if you married someone that you were dating at 17 do you think you'd still be together when you're 40 no that's why the divorce rate been, was so high i've been like 15 people since i was exactly oh, you're yeah, mostly God. in oh, your semi most almost final form okay so like I you know so. eight years in you feel like yeah no this is probably pretty stable yeah and i feel like that's why people are better at being married now yeah because this is not just some some dude off the street that is true that will get them access to a bank account daughter you're marrying him and together we shall join our farms and for some reason i sound like i'm from (laughs) new england England (laughs) yes what do you bring what do you offer for my daughter's hand Mm, yeah, yes. like a land-based marriage. She's worth at least two goats. Yes. <laughs> Just two make goats. sure you don't touch them before you go through customs. Yes. Okay, you're right. You're right. Call back. back. Wait, but was that were we recording that? Yeah. Part? We did, did record we? that? Or was I that before we, we started recording? I, I don't know. We weren't. I don't know. <laughs> People we just don't know. We've been talking We've been for so talking. long that I don't remember what was before back. or after. I'm are you guys okay? No, it's good. It's still okay, good. I can okay. hear you. It's, okay. We're still good. We've right. never sounded better. Like two Hi, Barbara. Um, how are you? <laughs> hi. Welcome to the show. <laughs> um, I know we, we're... So it's so funny because with this iteration of Always Open, I'm like, we'll keep the show a little shorter, a little yeah. tighter. And I'm like, we're First not... First guest is Troy Baker. Yeah. No, we're, we're not going to have a, a short show with Troy Baker. We ran um, out of film. We do have some audience questions. All right. I want to get to at least one of them. Um, and I will say, if you have a question for us for the show, you could email us at alwaysopenatroosterteeth.com. We'd be happy to take your questions, give you some advice, or just talk about it, or judge you. Whatever you want. Or you, you can want. text Whatever. her at... <laughs> <laughs> All right. So here is our question. Mm. So in November 2022, I had my entire life ripped up and was basically given the option to move across the country or be homeless. Mm. Ended up settling down in San Antonio from North Jersey. Drove the 1,900 miles on my own and was only able to take what fit in my car. What advice do you have for someone who has left behind everyone and everything and has to start over from a 28-year-old who is pretty lost in life? Oh, man. Oh, man. Please, I'll, 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 I don't want to take it over. Well, hmm. the first thing that came to my mind, and I did this actually recently, was um, I used Bumble BFF for the first time. Okay. Oh. Um, if I don't know if you're looking for – well, there's, there's mainly like ladies on this. There's – I've come across – some dudes, and I'm like, are you just looking for sexuals? <laughs> I don't know. But anyway. Um, <laughs> um, looking, looking for, for sexuals. <laughs> That's the name of the yeah. episode. That was actually the alternative title for All okay. so Open, Looking, <laughs> for, looking sexuals. for Sexuals. Yeah. But yeah, that, I mean, I, I met one person on there. Uh, she's pregnant now and has a child, so we're still living different lives. Mm. Um, but um, I don't know. That's a good point, you know, to like meet some people. There's a lot of community-based stuff. Yeah. What I, I, did, uh, I moved here. I didn't know anybody. Yeah. Uh, I was alone. Uh, what I did was like, uh, you could, well, you could do something like, usually there's like a, a subreddit for your city. Yeah. Uh, for people who are new to the city and you can post there about your interests. Mm-hmm. And then you'll get put in a Discord group with a bunch of nerds and then you make friends with them. Uh, and then, you know, that that, that can work. Uh, you can, like you said, Bumble BFF. Uh, it, sometimes you match with people on Tinder and it's yep. not. Yep looking for sexual yes. it ends up being a cool friendship that you have for, for six years that. Yeah. uh and okay. i feel like there's like a if you but also i know like not having community and not having like a place that you feel like you can call home is very hard mm. and i feel like maybe it's it's like a having to do the work within yourself to kind of shift what that means mm. because 
if you can't have right now a support system instead of like just being like oh i have to like tough it up and like make my own or go back and deal with that it's like you could always just what you can broaden what that means for you even if it's just like oh i have this coworker. maybe we have the same interests and i know that i can like talk to this person mm -hmm. i feel like we as people are more social than we think mm -hmm. but think that no one else is so we don't talk to each other yes uh so maybe just like looking past like working past that and just like opening yourself up to like experiences and people that you may not have mm -hmm. in the first like normally like hobbies too like if yeah. you like a certain hobby or something yeah. i don't know you like painting go to yeah. a, go to go, paint or, classes yeah. classes like, yeah. yeah again like yeah. climbing i didn't climb before yeah. i moved here yeah to, <laughs> to me there is almost nothing more exciting than getting to start over oh my gosh, gosh. really like same thing oh like clean sheets clean sheets it, it's who do you want to be yeah. yeah what what kind of life do you want to live what yeah. what what do you want to try what do you want to do it's like an open book. Yeah. Um, you basically have opportunity to reinvent yourself if change that's what name. you want. Change your name. Change your name. I mean, obviously, I'm very sorry that whatever happened to you was clearly not the greatest situation for oh, you, yeah. having your life ripped up from you. I I'm sorry that you experienced that. But I'm so excited for you. I, mm -hmm. I, yeah. That's a great answer. You and I are 100% optimistic. Allied in mm -hmm. that. I love that you guys have practical, like, <laughs> you know I mean? I'm an earth sign. I, I instantly Capricorn. go to, like, if you, if your life was a movie right now, if you could, if you could somehow step outside of being in your own movie and just observe it for a second, you're at the, you're at the origin story. Yeah, like, this, this is, is the, the first great, scene. It's literally how a great story starts. You got popcorn, you're like, holy shit, yeah. this is gonna, what is she gonna yeah. do now? What yeah. are they gonna do now? I think that you are exactly what you said. It is a fresh start. And being able to lean into that, and it's, for me, it's always hard to look at it as um, changing the currency of the conversation from this happened to me to this is happening with me mm. yeah um mm -hmm. and that is a it is a really really i'm not i'm not discounting that as, as a practice uh, or as an, even as a concept but i would say to you you did have choice in that um because you could have chosen annihilation you could have chosen being homeless yeah there's a there's a thing in you that says i can do something about this and you did hell yeah because right now i have someone who's going through this right now they are choosing to be homeless mm -hmm. and they could turn it around if they wanted to and so there is a choice that you had and you chose life you chose to be better that goes for anybody else if you're whatever your situation is if you are fighting there are people that right now as we know are, are contemplating ending <clears throat> life mm -hmm. and you have the ability to go I choose life. And that sometimes for some people can be a minute by minute, hour by hour, day by day thing. But mm -hmm. the point is, if you view your own life as a movie, it's a great movie mm -hmm. because you know it's going to get yeah. better. And you could write the yes. plot. Yeah. And you, you get, get to, to write, write the, the plot. plot. Yes. That's a good answer. Yeah. And also, not, you're never too old for anything. No. Any changes. No. Oh, yeah. So yeah. being 28, so young. I so moved young. out to LA and I did this. I remember exactly where I was. It was the 7-Eleven that was right <laughs> at Coanga and the and the 134, the 170. It's in, my favorite in North Hollywood. World character. Coanga. Coanga. It's the cousin that never showed up. In one episode and got cut, is terrible. Yeah. I, I was like, I, I don't know what I've done because I realized that I didn't have enough money to go back. And it was like Coronado, burn the ships. And I realized I was here yeah. for, for good or for bad. I was here. 
And there's something that, that happens to all of us. It's something that happened to me when I was like, I have to. And there's a great pulling from the have to. Um, it's either that or I go back home and I, I somehow find a way to, to quote, fail. Yeah. But I, I, I again, I, I just encourage you to, I've known what it's like to start over from scratch and it's the best thing to have to me. And I did that when I was 30. So nice. Yeah. Yep. Yes. Also, like I had like a super, super shitty like past eight months, and like I remember the advice I got at one point that I hated and made me really <laughs> mad, and I was like, "It's fucking stupid. Shut the fuck up. I fucking hate you." <laughs> but then like now I'm looking at, it, I'm like, "Okay, no, you're right." But, like, uh, <laughs> uh, it was like it's everything is temporary and nothing's forever. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And like, mm-hmm. no matter what you're going through or what's happening right now. And it feels like it's the worst. Mm-hmm. You will eventually be able to look at it in the past behind you. Yes. Mm-hmm. And hearing it right now fucking sucks. Mm-hmm. And you're like, no, you're not. No, absolutely not. I've now that I'm at the other end. I'm like, okay, yeah, sure. Yeah. I, you were right. Well, it, 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 you're correct. It's a way you could think about. Yeah. Every everything that you've been through, every hardship in your life, mm-hmm. you've thought at that moment, this is this the is worst. This is it. This yeah. is the worst thing. And yeah. then. You've gotten through that, yeah. so why not the next? And the next, two, and the next. Some of it you laugh at now. Two yeah. cliches. <laughs> a lot of it that I yeah. laugh at. Two <laughs> cliches. One that you said, mm. uh, or not not one that you said, but... temporary. Well, that, Nothing but forever. it's the, the only way to get through it is just to get through it. Yeah. So there's that cliche, and then yeah. for you, is you've survived what is it, 100% of your hardest or worst days. Yep. Yeah. So, like, it's like, yeah. which, again, which again, you hear it, and it, it you I know. Get, you're like, Ugh. I know. But then it's like, I but guess it, it's true. But yes. guess it's true. I, I yeah. think being able to hear that from either different people or hear it when you need to hear it, because sometimes we get wisdom when we're not ready to receive it. I mean, yeah. that's definitely happened for yeah. me. Yeah. Someone has repeated something that I was like, I wasn't ready to hear that mm-hmm. when I was X amount of age or or in this place in my life, but now I am. Mm-hmm. But someone turned it on, turned me onto this, which I thought was, really fascinating is that you experienced the the single most traumatic thing that ever happened in your life you experienced at the beginning being born coming out the yeah. being the born womb. yeah You're, that's the worst thing that's ever happened to anyone it's traumatic is which is typically why we believe that we don't I remember it right. you yes. were ripped from the only world that you ever knew all of a sudden the way that you breathe had to change the way you eat changed you were, you were ripped. You were you were a part of a person, and now you're not part of that person anymore. I hate this. It's I know. I know. Barbara, with thing. you. <laughs> when you were the most vulnerable, and you survived that, so you can survive anything. Can't think of Fuck. a better note to end the show on. Um, <laughs> thank you all so much for being here, Troy. Thank you for coming in thank to you be for on the premiere, me, Jessica, Griff. Thank, thank you. you for being here. Thanks for having us. Um, thank you so much for tuning in to our premiere of Always Open. Uh, we hope you continue to watch every single week. We will not be taking season season breaks, oh. so just keep on watching. Um, we will be on the All Good No Worries YouTube channel, as well as all the social channels. Look for All Good No Worries. We're going to be posting some very fun content and other very fun shows for you guys to look out for. Um, and if you have questions, as I mentioned before, email those to alwaysopen at roosterteeth.com. Thank you guys so much for watching, and we'll see you next week. <laughs>